Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs and the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of News San Antonio and Fox 29 San Antonio Spurs Zone. The San Antonio Spurs are still fighting for a playoff spot. Yes, they're in, but it's still on shaky ground uh, with seven games remaining, or six by the time you're listening to this episode of Locked On Spurs. The Spurs got to have a lot of luck. They got to have a lot of wins. And they got to cross their fingers and hope they'll get in. Yeah, it's been that kind of season for the San Antonio Spurs. But this whole season has been filled with injuries, drama off the court, resurgence of the LaMarcus Aldridge, et cetera, et cetera. But there's been a little bit too many losses and wins that maybe fans have been used to. And our fans starting to turn their back on the silver and black. We're going to talk about that as well as the streak of 50 wins coming to a close. It looks like it may happen. All that on and more on this episode of Locked On Spurs with my co-host Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Uh, Joe, the season is winding down already. There's about six games left. Uh, yesterday, by the time you listen to this show, listener, they played the Thunder. We don't know what the outcome is that. But nevertheless, wow, Joe, I never thought that. My wildest dreams that we'd be here talking about them not even reaching 50 wins. Wow, this is this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be one of those weird seasons for all of Spurs Nation, you know. And it's crazy to, to think that we're here talking about, will they win 50 games? Will they not win 50 games? I mean, it's been one of those seasons that, you know, injuries have been what what's taken the headlines, you know, and... Unfortunately, it's affected the the outcome of the Spurs as far as production goes. So, yeah, we're here talking about will they win 50? Will they not win 50? <laughs> you know, I think Popovich said it best after the the big loss to the Wizards on the road when he was asked about the 50 wins uh, streak, <laughs> and he pretty much said he doesn't give a crap, that he yeah. doesn't care, that doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, that is true. You know, the Spurs have been flexing their 50-win season muscle for 18 seasons straight. As they say, everything, all good things have to come to an end. Now, again, we don't know. There is still a chance that the Spurs still can reach that goal. Again, this is recorded before the Thunder game. But nevertheless, I don't think it really should matter anymore, Joe. I think fans should just get off of that. And, you know, obviously the team probably doesn't care right now. Mono even said recently, that the team is just focusing on making the playoffs, not even thinking about playoff positioning. I think that's the right mindset right now. Yeah. The Spurs, as of this recording, are clinging on to the sixth seed, and they need to do all they can. And, and if it means, you know, a little luck and not reaching the 50 wins, but they still make the playoffs, I think that's the bigger goal right here, Joe. Yeah, I agree with you totally. You know, 50 wins isn't going to isn't going to make or break it for me, you know, and that's uh, the mentality that, you know, all the Spurs fans need to have moving forward, you know. Don't be so fixated on a 50-win season. If the Spurs make the playoffs, to me, that's already a success, given what they've had to overcome this season. Yeah, and to me, it'd be a miracle if they make it. You mentioned about uh, the team overcoming much injuries, not only to Kawhi Leonard, allegedly, uh, to (laughs) recently as LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, he uh, tweaked his left knee in that same loss to Washington. Of course, Mono Ginobili was sidelined for a bit. Tony Parker was sidelined. Uh, Pal Gasol, the list goes on and on. It looks like uh, hardly any Spurs escaped the injury bug bite 
uh, this past uh, season. But it, 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 it still makes me want to question, though, um, you, you know, on the outside shot, do you think that if they don't reach 50, that this is a blemish on their franchise history? Because that's the way the, the fans are kind of taking it right now. Like, they don't reach 50. Oh, my God, they're, they're worthless. They're not good enough. I mean, I get that vibe from them. Yeah, you know, that's the consensus here because they're spoiled. You know, they're used to excellence all the time. But, you know, it, it takes me back to this. When the Spurs have won the NBA championship, have they always been the number one seed? And, you know, fans really didn't seem to care then. The only thing they cared about is if they won the championship at the end of the season. So I I'd beg to, you know, differ with the fans and say, you know, again, don't look at the 50-win season as a success or not a success because we really don't know what this team can do with everybody being healthy. And who knows, there's still a chance, however slim, that, you know, Leonard might be back. So... I'm just saying they've won it when they're not number one. Uh, yeah, they've won because it went, they've won when they've had like 51 seasons, but who's to say something happens and we have some other injuries that take place at this, you know, when the Spurs and if they do make the playoffs and they're able to beat some of these other teams that were in front of them all season and they click at the right time and they wind up winning it all this season. And what are Spurs fans going to say then? Whoa, they didn't win 50, cent, 50, 50 wins this season. Yeah. But if they hoist up that trophy, they'll be quick to say, yeah, little Spurs. I'm like, mm, all right. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the uh, season where, look, uh, again, we don't know what the final outcome is for the regular season, but it's shaping up like that 50-win season streak will come to an end this season. We've already seen a few other streaks that the Spurs mightily held for year after year. The, the You know, there's a consistency on the road. This is the first time, and I believe in a long time, the Spurs are not going to have a winning road record. It's also one of the rare times you see them fall out of the top four uh, seeds in the Western Conference. Uh, usually, Spurs are fighting for one or two, maybe three, not six, seven, or eight. <laughs> this is definitely a different territory for Spurs fans, the Spurs themselves. But uh, again, I'm going to reiterate, I, I'm on top side and mommy side. Who gives a crap? Seriously. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anymore. Uh, all they care about is just getting healthy, Lamarcus Aldridge, and um, hopefully they'll make it. They still need some help. I, I think the the Spurs they'll have to face the Thunder as they did yesterday, the Rockets, the Pelicans, uh, a surging uh, Lakers team that can't put a scare in the Spurs team this season. So they're not out of the woods yet. So let's yeah. just be crossing our fingers for a playoff spot you know, versus I, 50 wins. I have one thing I wanted to talk about, too, real quick, though. You know, the Spurs, you know, and them having a kind of a harder time this year getting to those 50 wins, per se. I think it's because maybe, you know, also that the talent from the other, you know, bottom-tier teams has kind of caught up with us because these other teams in the Western Conference, they're no slouches anymore. They're... They're looking pretty good, so the talent's gotten better, which means I think that the Spurs, dare I say, need to get some more talent in that department as well, you know, moving forward. So that's just one thing I observed. Yeah, um, I think uh, Spurs fans need to check themselves, which kind of leads us to our second topic of the show, and that's Spurs fever, yeah. or maybe the lack thereof. Look, um, as we've been chronicling here on Locked On Spurs, it hasn't been uh, one of the best uh, seasons in recent Spurs history. Um, a lot of uh, alleged infighting rifts, 
Uh, of course, at the worst time of the season, Stephen Jackson fires off bombs, uh, accusing uh, Tony Parker of uh, calling out Kawhi Leonard. It's not a bad look. Of course, everything it just it's just one of those ugly seasons that you've never really seen out of San Antonio in quite some time. Uh, you look back at this season, and it looks like, my God, this Spurs fan base may have bailed on their team and jumped ship and didn't go down with the ship like captains usually do. But, Joe, you have a message, a very strong message for Spurs fans. Yeah, you know, from what I've seen in years past and what I've observed this season, uh, Spurs fans are just, you know, they need to get over themselves and quit being so spoiled, you know. Um, In years past, when you go out around town, especially during this time of season, when it's getting closer to Fiesta and everybody's out and about and, you know, out in the city and enjoying the nice weather that we're having right now, you would see the whole town, you know, blanketed in silver and black and people wearing their favorite shirts, their jerseys, the throwbacks, the car flags going up, people walking around with actual, you know, Spurs flags. You would see Spurs stickers all over the cars. I mean, people even had these huge Spurs flags. You know, they had two deep in the back of their trucks. You know, they would put them in the back of the trucks. And as they would drive down the street, you would see the flags waving. This year, even on the buildings, you would see banners. Go Spurs, go and all this. This season, however, nothing. It's weak. You know, the pe- the Spurs fans here in San Antonio, just because the Spurs aren't having a winning season by their definition doesn't mean that they shouldn't still support their team. You know, it's like they've kind of gone into hiding. They've, you know, they're going to go away for a little bit. And then when the team starts winning again, they're going to come on out. I mean, I, do you? Even, it's gotten so bad here, to tell you the truth, that you have the diehard fans who are supporting the team through thick and thin, calling out the, I guess, the they say the, not so diehard fans. They're saying that they're just like uh, bandwagon fans because they only want to be cheering for the team when they're winning. So there's been a lot of bickering amongst the fans themselves this season. And, you know, that Spurs spirit, that Spurs fever that hits this year, it's been more of a whimper, you know, and I'm calling Spurs fans out and saying, where's the love, guys? Well, you know, Joe, and I get that. Look, the Fiesta weekend, for those of y'all who are not uh, in San Antonio or not from San Antonio, basically once a year, there's pretty much Mardi Gras, but for one week straight in the city of San Antonio. And it's just celebrating all things city San Antonio. So basically that's what Joe's talking about. But usually when Fiesta kicks on, the playoffs kick on, and you see the Spurs like clockwork are always there, and they kind of went hand in hand. This season, that looks like they meant that might not happen if the Spurs uh, don't get some uh, much needed W's and maybe a little help. But uh, but I get it, Joe. I see what you're trying to say. You know, Spurs fans, you know, they're kind of looking very fickle right now, very bandwagon y. But I'm going to defend them. I'm going to say that, you know what, I don't blame them. Can you really, really blame the Spurs fans for kind of being sour on this team? I mean, look, they, they're, yes. You heard the old adage that they're spoiled. But if you look at the product on the court, multiple losing streaks this season, getting ramrodded by 20 points uh, versus the Wizards, blowing leads uh, versus the Pelicans, the Lakers, um, infighting allegedly between the team and their star Kawhi Leonard. 
the possibility of Kawhi Leonard not wearing silver and black ever again, should he not resign up and give the Spurs a signal that he doesn't want to stay in San Antonio, you've got the, the team, and there's a part of me too that kind of agrees with this with the fans, um, giving these hefty deals to Pal Gasol, who's on the back end of his career, that's going to tie up the Spurs' possibility of chasing a younger player, chasing uh, better free agents. Uh, you know, Patty Mills, he, he's had an offseason, but he got a hefty payday, et cetera, et cetera. I don't blame this uh, team, I'm sorry, the, the team fans this season for maybe just saying, you know what, I mean, this season's done with, you know, and we're going to take a break too. And I think that's what is needed. To me, it's like a long-term marriage. There's been great years, and now they're having a bad year. And they're like, you know what, honey, let's just take a break. Let's just take a pause, you know, because things are getting out of hand. Personally, I know a lot of Spurs fans are probably not going to like this one. I'm going to say, I hope the Spurs don't make the playoffs. <laughs> um, I think they should just hit the reset button and call it a season. And, you know, because, look, they're, even if they make the playoffs, yeah, they win a couple of games. But eventually they're going to go up against the Rockets or, or a Warriors team, and they're going to get uh, devastated. And I think it'll, look like it'll be a bad luck for this team. This team is going through a transition right now, a major one, and uh, we're witnessing the end of the glory years. Yes, many say they didn't do with Tim Duncan, but Mommy and, T- and Tony are still there. Pop is obviously still there, but this is it, you know, and they're fading out with a whimper, and I don't like that. You know, just bail out, save face. Spurs fans, I get it. You're frustrated right now with this team because of the excellence that they've had for seasons after season and decades as the numbers and the records show. Yeah, I think it's time for a pause right now. So, Joe, I don't really uh, blame the fans for being a little sour on this team. Yeah, well, you know, you have your opinion and I have mine. But, you know, I've been a, a diehard Spurs fan, I mean, forever. I've seen games when they were in the Hemisphere Arena. I've seen games when they were in the Alamo Dome. And, of course, now at the AT&T Center. So I've seen a lot of history. And I've seen, you know, the times when the Spurs weren't playing at their best, you know, in the 80s, you know, and even in the later part of the 80s, when they started putting some things together with the addition of David Robinson, I remember some first round knockouts that they had were that were pretty brutal, you know, and even then, you know, we had these, you know, fans, we had this fan base, we had this crazy fan base where you could just feel the energy. You could just feel the love and the support that the team and the fans both had for each other. And I'm just saying that when you go to a game this season, I mean, it's been it's been brutal where it's been really quiet. It hasn't been the norm. You know, in, I compare the different eras, yes, but I'm just saying that, you know, even when the Spurs weren't even contending for a championship, they had more support than they do right now. First round knockout that they had against the Golden State Warriors. There there was fans there in spades. You had, you know, the sports bars were packed. You had people having barbecues and you had families getting together to watch these games. And they were cheering for the team. Even the energy in the arena was, you know, through the roof. You even had the first round knockout when they got decimated by the Utah Jazz and Carl Malone. And they got blown out. I think it was one of their worst losses they ever had in in the, you know, here at home. And it was in the Alamo Dome. And I remember watching that game. And even then, the fans were still cheering for the team. So I'm just saying, you know, I think fans just need to 
kind of suck things up a little bit and just be happy and be appreciative that we do have a world-class organization here in San Antonio in the San Antonio Spurs. And if you're not going to cheer for your team and get excited about that, well, I'm sure that there's other cities that will welcome them home. Yeah, I mean, those are strong words right there for a fan base that has been with their team for decades as well. Uh, and, and I get that, Joe, and I understand exactly your point. You know, through thick and thin, that's your uh, mentality. And maybe a, a bunch of other Spurs fans that still have that mentality, but this is a different generation. True that. You, you know, this is a very want, need, got to be satisfied right now generation. Spurs fans like yourself, and yeah, you mentioned about the Hemisphere Arena. Yeah, I was there in the Hemisphere Arena. I remember draft watch parties. I was there when the Spurs uh, drafted uh, Robinson at the draft party. Yeah. You know, I was there at the Alamo Dome when the Memorial Day miracle happened out there. I remember when the AT&T Center was called the SBC Center. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you know, I've, I've seen this team uh, through thick and thin. I've seen them at their worst. 21-win season, Dominique Wilkins leading the team. Um, I remember when they would just practically give away tickets uh, to the Spurs games uh, just to fill up seats at the Hemisphere Arena. Yeah. Um, but it's a different generation. You, you know, they're, this generation hasn't been through that type of ups and downs. They, haven't known have a lo- they have. don't know a losing season. Yeah, the, for two decades they haven't had a losing season, and guess what? They're still not having a losing season. No, <laughs> by definition, they're above five hundred right now. Yeah. It's just the way the season has uh, turned out. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of joy. There was, my goodness, we were one Jaja foot plant <laughs> under Kawhi Leonard to possibly taking out the Warriors, and if we get Kawhi back. Oh my God! Now we got Lamarcus on. Brandon Dejounte is turning into the stud. We're going to run rough shot all over the NBA and the West. And boom, Kawhi happened. Drama happened. Losing streaks happened. Parker's leg blew out. Uh, DeJounte Murray still going through his groin pains. Losing streaks. You know, it was a, I think it was just a lot of expectations that weren't met. And that's why fans are a little sour on this team. And not to mention, too, um, the Spurs Gunners did it to themselves. <laughs> you know, uh, this is, uh, you know, maybe that talk with LaMarcus should have happened earlier in the season before he had a bad, uh, well, for him, a bad season uh, last year. Maybe it would have been different. Um, maybe they could have uh, smoothed things over with Kawhi first. Maybe, you don't know, there's just a lot of maybe surrounding this season. But at the end of the day, um, I know you're saying, you know, hey, fans, buck up and cheer for them. I'm saying I don't blame you, Spurs fans. I get it. I feel your pain because I've been there before. I witnessed Robinson hoist that MVP trophy in 95, 96, I believe. I forget what's here. And they get decimated by the Rockets and Olajuwon. Uh, so this is something they have to get used to, Joe, because it's not always going to be uh, roses and rainbows every season. It's just a new generation, Joe. But, you know, uh, before we put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, we want to hear where you side with. Do you agree with Joe? Do think Spurs fans just stick it out through thick and thin? But agree with me that, hey, you know, you really can't blame the Spurs fan base for turning their back on this team right now. Uh, let us know. You can email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at jeffgspurszone. Joe? Yeah, and you can follow us at Two Shots Podcast, which is all spelled out at T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast on Instagram, 
Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also look us up on uh, on the web at www.twoshotsessay.com. And by the way, send Joe on Twitter a belated happy birthday message. It was his <laughs> birthday a couple of days ago by the time you're listening to this show. So give him a warm happy birthday. Technically, it's his birthday week. So you got a little more time. You got like another day or two. And uh, just uh, at him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. I'm pretty sure he'll enjoy that. Yeah. And he had a he had a boatload of lobster at Red Lobster. I heard. Yeah, man, it was good stuff, man. Oh yeah, it definitely was. But you're ready for a fiesta food, right? Out there, Lavita and chicken on a uh, stick, Iota. brother. It's chicken on a stick. <laughs> chicken on a stick. See what you're missing for those Spurs fans that are outside of the city of San Antonio. Uh, uh, basically, like I said, it's Mardi Gras seven days a week in San Antonio. It's really pretty much what it boils down to. But Joe would definitely be out there celebrating the Spurs, whether they're in the playoffs or not, to go catch up with them. But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia, and we're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.